in a world where everyone is looking for your money up front, doesn't it just make sense to check out a podcast that's looking to give you something for free? Like the music for your content and free music for your film and videos? Look no further. It's the Tim Kulig Free Music Podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to the Tim Kulig Free Music Podcast and the 10th episode. And double digits already. Fantastic. Uh, this week, we're going to be focused on an interview I did while I was up in Wisconsin in September with Peggy Esserkon of Suburban Coop. Now, Suburban Coop is an endeavor sponsored by Incompetech, uh, Kevin McLeod, the famous internet composer. I do consulting work with him and help him with his various projects, uh, one of them being this, Suburban Coop. That's headed up by Peggy Esserkon. And it's all about backyard sustainability, chicken raising, chicken coop tending, if you will. Um, but it's going to expand beyond that. Right now, we started off with a Twitch stream with this, and now it's evolving into a YouTube channel with live streams. We're going to have some shows on there. And it's also going to evolve into a bunch of other things like probably beekeeping and backyard sustainability and you know, uh, water management and recapture from runoff and all sorts of things that are, that are really all about being, you know, sustainable in a suburban environment. So with that, let's just get right into it. And let me introduce you to Peggy Estrakhan. Can we just take a moment? I live here. You do live here and it's beautiful. I There's live so here. so many, how many, how many chickens? Well, seven but we're not saying where i live then right no okay <laughs> we're not saying anything <laughs> not saying anything at all not saying anything we're at not all saying anything all right well hey backyard Four. hey listen backyard chickens and sustainable living are becoming increasingly popular pursuits for people looking to become more self-sufficient today on the show we have a budding content creator who is sharing their journey, raising chickens, and transforming their suburban backyard into an urban homestead. Welcome, Peggy S. Arcon. Well, thank you, <laughs> Tim Hulig. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to be this formal? Because I feel like I should not have wine, I should have a tea. Speaking of which, would you like a beverage? I am fine okay. at the moment. At the moment, I, I think I wet my whistle with this coffee, okay. which is perfect, and... Um, yeah, very excited to be here. Very excited to contribute to Suburban Hobbit today. I'm sorry. Can we pause there? Can you please tell your audience how you did contribute to Suburban Hobbit today? Absolutely. Uh, today, I spent some time cleaning some gutters out so that we could prep for some rain barrels, which I'm thinking three. Three will probably do it. Three will probably do it. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm going to pause you there yeah. because I'm just going to let our listening audience know that Tim was invited up to a vacation <laughs> for Suburban Coop. Right. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm going to say that again. A vacation. Mm. A hangout and a vacation. <laughs> and Tim, unfortunately for him, mentioned, I'm sorry, let's say a working vacation. Yes. Correct? A yes. working vacation. And Tim showed up at my Suburban Coop homestead and was like oh we're gonna put a rain barrel there we're gonna put a rain barrel here I'm like that is all great 
but I haven't cleaned my gutters in two years, mm. which was on my list because we have beautiful weather for a week. Yeah, yeah. I said, okay, so that's fine. I had other things to tend to and left for into the house for 10, 15 minutes. Upon which time I uh, come back out from the house right. to find Tim on a ladder with a giant leaf blower. Oh, wait, I'm going to pause. How about you talk about your fantastic use of equipment? Okay. So, you know, a 10-foot ladder, I think that's a 10, maybe 8-foot. That's an 8-foot ladder. 50-year-old, 50 50 um, that, that was my father's ladder when he was a construction guy. And he's been dead for five years and he was 80. So. Well, that reinforces the idea, one of the ideas of suburban coop, which is sustainable living, but with sustainable things, like reusing things. Absolutely. I think that's a, I think that's a great segue into my first question for you. Which is what inspired you to do this? I mean, what what is it about focusing on chickens and sustainable living that just appealed to you so much? Well, I believe I can probably say that it all started in my childhood. Mm. I was one of those kids that from the moment I woke up in the morning, I could not wait to be outside. Oddly enough, because of my personality, I ended up in a career in education which put me inside. And I say oddly enough because my parents would have said that I was going to be on a horse ranch in Colorado. Mm. They always said that. They're like, how you ended up not on a horse ranch in, in somewhere. Well, I don't think you're zoned for horses here, right? Well, not yet. <laughs> Who needs to be zoned for anything? Whatever. <laughs> Here's a rule. Eh, you bend or break it. So, I have always been deeply vested in earth and how humanity uses it mm. so that would be it and when, when did you first get the chickens here um well, I, I know we've acquired new ones recently right and the number is going to remain anonymous i'm sorry yep. suburban coop needs to pause for chores Oh yeah. Yes. The two, oh, we yes. have a, we have a wandering dog. That's and entered. yeah. And oh, and the cat. Yes, who is about a half hour late for supper. Here, we are going to pause our recording. And we're back. <laughs> dog we, and cat are fed. Dog and cat are fed. So we were talking about we were talking about when you first got your chickens. Uh, when I first got them, um, we had joked about it from the moment I moved here because. A, I legally could have some, mm. and B, that's just kind of on brand for me. Yeah. So I had spoken to people about the fact that I was interested, and then I found out that someone, a friend of mine, had three adult, young adult chickens. Okay. And I liked that idea versus raising chicks. So... Got them sort of out of fuck around and find out. Let's <laughs> say so they were adults. They couldn't. They couldn't take care of them anymore. And or they just said when people have chickens, they tend to acquire more chickens. That's a, that's a, a yeah. that's a very chicken culture joke. Yeah. Is that you can never have enough chickens? Kind of like a cat lady, you know, like a, same yeah. exact thing. You know, yes, I can't. I, I couldn't. 
I couldn't get rid of this litter. So, right. you know, now I have 15 as opposed to eight. Very, very much. My most recent funny meme I saw was Titanic. There's not room on the board or the boat, whatever, for the, the, the floating board for you, Jack, because she had so many. Kate Winslet had all the chickens around her. Yeah. Um. So anyway, someone had an over overload and was willing to give me the chickens for $3 a piece. Oh, so I bought three adult chickens for three dollars a piece. Jeez, that's cheaper than buying at the store. <laughs> I mean, that sounds macabre, but but that's interesting because when you talk about that, they are much more expensive to maintain than people yeah. think. Yeah, it's the it's the coop and the protection that the coop needs to provide. But what does that run? What does that knock you back? Or what can it like? What what's the range on that? Uh, if you Google it, I believe they will say the average startup cost is two k, two grand. Okay. I would agree with that. I would actually bump it more up to closer to possibly three with your screw ups. Right. Right. With your learn, with your learning curve. Yeah, because you've got, you know, I'm sitting back here. Obviously, there's no visual, but there's a starter coop that you have here. Actually, the starter coop. Oh, that's is, the one around the back. Yes. Um. Oh, that the one I that's in thought. There? Oh, that's right, because that one came off of Amazon. That one so, came off of Mayfair. That's right. You did say that earlier today. Wayfair? Wayfair. Wayfair. Whatever, yeah. Was... Oh, gosh. That one, I researched the snot out of, and now it's going to elude me. But just for Chick a point of reference, since this is an audio, the first one is a whopping maybe six square feet. With no protection. No protection whatsoever. The next one jumps up to about double that uh, with some... I'd say penthouses and, in it. And right? actually, uh, um, very great coop if you're going to keep two to, two to three chickens. Yeah. Act fantastic. Um, it, it actually has like a flap my on the pet, top. I believe that one came from my pet chicken. Okay. But you can literally open up a flap on the top and grab the eggs. that they'll, They would have roosted in here and actually laid them on the top. And they're here. protected and it's, <clears throat> it has a run and it has a coop. And now this one... This big enca encasement, yes. which looks like a, basically looks like Taj, a greenhouse. Taj, yeah, it's about you the know? size of a, of a, of a it's got two, walk in greenhouse. Two rooms. It's got a back room for laying eggs and a front room for them to scratch and eat and drink their water and jump up on higher things. So it's expanded. It's expanded. When did you, have, when did you get the first three? How long ago the was it? The OGs were, okay, what year did the pandemic start? 2020. The, OG, the OGs then were 21. Okay. We were just coming. We were kind of just outskirts. I think maybe a vaccine had just come out-ish. Okay. So you're, you're about two, two and a half years into it at this point. This is my third, yeah, third summer with them. That would make sense, right? Yeah. Yeah. That would make sense. This okay. is my third summer with them. Yeah. What have you enjoyed the most about it so far? The mental health benefit really hands down yeah what what do they do like what's what's the thing that surprised you the most about interacting with them uh it's probably they, gonna make me not want to eat chicken ever again but <laughs> i'm there i only buy chickens that have been raised and processed uh humanely okay they have per individual personalities which sounds so stupid when you say it yeah out loud because I have had animals my entire life. I have had 
many animals, many different animals. And every animal that you get, you're like, oh, yeah, they have a personality. For some reason, people think, eh, they're chickens. Right. Or right. what? Bert, maybe Bert, whatever. Absolutely not. 100% can tell their personalities apart. It's kind of like people that look at, they're not pet owners, right? Typically, that would say this. Or maybe they are and they just don't care. But, but there's people that will look at like a dog or a cat and be like, yeah, they're great. They're this, this pet in the house, but they do their own thing and blah, blah, blah. I, that couldn't be further from the truth no. than my cat. My cat is a lunatic. You know what I mean? He'll, he'll chase me up the stairs and attack my legs and then sit there and like stalk me. And he'll just curl up next to me while I'm watching TV or playing video games or something. He's like my little buddy. Yeah. He just follows me all around the house. I'm writing music or mm -hmm. whatever. Like he'll just hang out do that uh i joke but i don't that uh chickens are the best menopausal woman pet you could have they wake up at the crack ass of dawn because yeah. we don't sleep once we get there right so we're up at five <laughs> they are hilariously competitive about food stuff so even though i am not a shopper I have experienced Black Friday once in my life, okay, which is one too many times for me personally. <laughs> but chickens are always like Black Friday morning, meaning if one chicken is poking around and finds something good, the other chickens will immediately bolt to that spot and fight over whatever it is it's like a even if it's shit like really? even if it's even if the chicken hasn't figured out yet that it's a crappy find yeah because they'll they'll explore right and so they'll pick up something and if not they are not allowed to explore it without being harassed they will explore it and then abandon it well that has a lot to do with the pecking order right oh not necessarily no the when you find something good, for example, the first time that I gave them live minnows mm. was very funny because the OG three, I believe it was Jason Bourne, figured out how to capture it. You got to stop right there. Sorry, because my audience needs to know. The audience needs to know about the specific naming mm -hmm. nomenclature that you use yes. with, with your animals. When we found out that we were getting chickens, <laughs> we had about a two-week window before we got them. Right. And at the time, my daughter was 17 and working at a at Great Harvest Bread Company. And I was still working, not retired. And... We decided that we were going to have a naming party. Whoever could come up with the stupidest, most outlandish, dumbest name. So she went to work. I went to work. And we started asking. Yeah. Um, we only thought we were coming home with two chickens. So the original contest was two chicken names. Okay. So my friend thought it would really be funny to name one of the chickens after a chicken dish. Right. So the, the OG first one was Kung Pao. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and then my daughter and, their, and her work buddies came up 
with, oh my gosh, now what? Oh, socket wrench. <laughs> they kind of won that round because yeah. that was pretty funny. <laughs> so we went out to go get our two chickens, and it just so happened that where there was miscommunication, there was actually three. No problem. We'll take three. Yeah. But we hadn't had a name. So when we got here to release them, to unbox the chickens, as she picked up the third one, I said, we don't have a name. Who is this? And for whatever reason, her brain went Jason Bourne. <laughs> and threw the chicken into the run. And that became the theme. So we now have a theme for each generation. Right. And the rest is history. Because, the rest is history. I mean, Jeff Goldblum runs the roost. Right now. Jeff Goldblum is definitely running the roost. Yeah, right. Understanding audience that this, these are all females, which makes it even funnier. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> it makes it so much more funny. Yes. So much more funny. So you've recently started a Twitch stream that is starting to get some traction, and that's exciting because now what's going to happen? What's going to happen next? What are we going to do next? We are apparently going to uh, camera up or tech up, whatever mm. you want to say. The coop? Yeah. So that you can view the shenanigans of the coop. Right. As well as interact with the shenanigans of the coop and cause things to happen mm. in the coop. Oh, that'll be fun. That'll be fun. I know that the idea is that there's going to be a couple of different camera angles. Hopefully one at the ground level where they're scratching and doing their thing. Another one um, in Eggland. Okay, so, so I'm going see. to educate you, Tim. Yeah. The coop is yeah. where they lay eggs. Okay. The run is where they scratch and and exercise. Well, see, this is why I'm interviewing you, because I need to know <clears throat> the, the proper Again, I have to do the pause. My, my flock of crows are in the trees, and I need to get them some peanuts. Okay. All right. We're back. Back in the New York. Back. back. We were talking about... Suburban Hobbit, there they are. And at any given moment, the wildlife in the background will probably interject. Correct. Assuming it breaches this right, microphone so, setup right. we have. <laughs> uh, we were talking about the Twitch stream and that new endeavor to encapsulate the day-to-day -day activity of the girls. And what do you anticipate? What are some of the things that you anticipate? You anticipate incorporating some music into it at some point, maybe like having some kind of like, like, you know, thing in the background. Like we could do that. Oh, you know, sure. We can I just, don't that that's not okay. We could do we could yes do that. and we can we can do like especially like the ones where we decide we're gonna do some kind of interaction. We could literally be like, look, it's it's the feeding hour, and we could take one of Kevin's tracks. And throw oh, it for in the sure. background. Yeah. And literally. Oh, yeah. I dance often. I, I recently <laughs> retired and I, I, I dance every day in front of and with the chickens. And yeah, I'm just happy dancing. Yeah. It's not pretty, nor choreographed, nor uh, appropriate. No, I, no, it's appropriate. Just it's just stupid. No. I think we did an impromptu Q&A once, but do you think that's something you're going to incorporate into the regular Twitch stream where you do like what? maybe once or twice a month, you do kind of like a Q&A type of thing oh, yes. with, with I people? I like chicken catch a, 
catch a story the best, by the way. Chicken catch a story works for me a so lot. So we, we were we were attempting to name the idea or the the event of me hanging out and answering chicken in chicken facts or right, having right. a casual conversation and people being able to listen in and incorporating about chicken life and things like that and we were trying to come up with a fun little name and I think kitchen chicken catch a story is chicken funny. catch a story sounds like it's gonna it that'll definitely stick I have to tie him up again. people know that's like a place you can go on a Thursday night or something right for an hour or we two. had a blast when we did it last oh time. god yeah yeah it was a lot of fun what plans do you have for expansion I mean I know that you and I know this but to say it out loud well, we already talked about teching up the coop. Yeah. Um, learning as I go, just about anything I can do to the property to support it lasting a day, a year, a hundred years longer. Mm. Um, beekeeping. Yeah. Sorry. It just sucks not on your on your stream. <laughs> I could do it again. You can edit it out. <laughs> There, I gotta give. Tim we are some, in the elements. I have to give Tim some work to do. I can't make this easy. <laughs> I might keep it. <laughs> um, um, um. <laughs> yeah, most of my shows are scripted, so this is the fun stuff. You yeah, know? am I messing well, with are, you? Those are fun too. Am I but... messing with you? <laughs> Hope I am. Um, <sighs> I, I love attempting and succeeding to embrace the technology that is out there for me to do this mm. i i grew up before technology so the idea of even streaming a chicken coop is hilarious to myself and my friends and even any sort of technology my ivan has those little sensors that can sense the amount of water moisture in a plant yeah Game changers for how you grow, how you start a garden, for right. how you grow a garden. Right. You know, the problem is, is I just have to remember to actually check them. Like, <laughs> oh, I have this, and he put it in my seedlings, and now I have to remember that I don't need to go check them. I can just, I can do that from afar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, I, I don't know. I just want, I want to create a space where people come and enjoy a moment a minute, an hour of happiness because they're in a green space. Yeah. A diverse green space. Do you think you'll complement the Twitch stream with some articles and some writings on, say, like Facebook or like an Instagram page or something? To, to Sure. You know? I'll say yes. Just okay. because even though I pride myself on being innovative and creative and forward-thinking... When it comes to technology, I will be the first one to admit I don't give a shit. Yeah. If I do it just for me, that's great. Yeah. And that's enough. If technology is going to offer it to other people, okay. Yeah. But I that's not my end game or my, not even my priority. What's interesting about about some of those different sites is that I can talk to you from experience. Social media can be very overwhelming. Mm -hmm. You know, there's four or five sites I regularly upload my music to in order to get it into the hands of the people that want to use it. In addition to that, I have to update Facebook, uh, Twitter, LinkedIn, 
Instagram, TikToks, you know, YouTube shorts, YouTube in general. And in addition to all of that, I, I literally have to make the content too. Mm -hmm. You know, I have to make the content. I have to make the music. I have to make time for that. So it's a lot, you know, it's a lot to encapsulate all that. However, what I do find is that your audience has different people, right? Your audience has people that love to drop in and watch a live stream and catch a little bit of the thing. And that may be all they're interested in. They may want to stop by, see your chickens, and kitchen, support you. Ki chicken, catch yeah. a story. Chicken, catch a story. You know. However, we may talk about something during Chicken, Catch a Story or may see something during the live stream that they literally want to come to the Suburban Coop channel on Facebook or Instagram and just be like, oh, okay, is there any, how do I do this? You know? And then we have literally a section that says, oh, how do you get started? Well, here's a, here's a super low budget supply list to a Taj Mahal supply list Absolutely. And, and a couple in between. Uh, it, that kind of value after you've gone through something like this is remarkably heavy in value to people that are interested in it. If somebody's watching it and they're interested and they want to get involved with it, having that archived is not just it's not just some pie in the sky thing that people are like, you're like, I, I don't know who's going to look at this. You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised who would gra gravitate towards I it. I can tell you that that is also my greatest fear. Okay. I spent, I'll go with 40 years, being a caregiver of people and educator and being beholden to helping others and also at times having to care about things that don't matter to me. That sounds horrible. Mm. It's not. Yeah. I, I loved it. But I recently retired from it. Yeah, yeah. And so I So you kind of parallel that a little bit. I got to figure yeah. that out because yeah. I seriously want to do me for me on my time Yeah. under my own rules and my own schedule. Yeah. And if anyone who knows me out there listens to this, they are shaking their head <laughs> with a hard yes. Me being allowed to do all of the things that I want to do without anyone dictating what I do next. Right. And but that's, but honestly, that situation, it, that should, that should flow exactly that way. So if you decide you're like, <laughs> Oh boy, oh, the baby's we, we, just, the babies are being bullied by the grownups. That's <laughs> pecking, that was pecking order. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. We were interested. I just say the teenagers are being bullied. Yeah. Because well, they are now recent, teenagers. Recent introduction, correct, of newbies to established group. And there is why we have the garden. The garden. Oh boy, they, there's. Oh, she is. She's not having that. The grown-ups are are ganging up on the baby. Oh. Until she gets <laughs> until the baby, the teenager, gets to a spot that they are okay with the the babies being. Territory, it, territory. You know, I was this many years old when I discovered the term, or not discovered, but understood the term pecking order at this level. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, it's a real thing. These animals really kind of get in line based on who's in charge and then who's second in charge and third in charge and whatever. And it's okay yeah. to let them figure it out. Yeah. 
It's it's this like social order. You know, it makes it makes you wonder back to the thing before, like about personalities. How is that not a personality? Like a thing. You oh, know what I mean? With with Gen 3, Shawshank will be the leader. <laughs> Shawshank will challenge Jeff Goldblum at some point in time, and I yeah. don't know who will win. Yeah. But it, it, it keeps everybody safe, too, because right. I can see in Jeff Goldblum that she's paying more attention while they're out and about or anywhere. Right. She is constantly kind of keeping vigilance a little bit more than the rest of them because that's her job if she is the top of the pecking order and you're going to listen to me when I say we are going in back in the coop right now or you are going to go in that corner. Right. So there's definitely, and that's kind of funny. I grew up, oh God, I grew up with the cartoons and um, on TV and it's, hey Spike, what are we going to do now, Spike? Yeah. Hey Spike, yes? Yeah, I remember uh, that one. And then the bulldog, yep. right? What was the bulldog's? Oh, Spike, but then... Oh, who's the little one? It was a little, like a chihuahua almost I or something, right? I watch these guys, and that's all I think about is that Jeff Goldblum is Spike. Hey, Spike, what are we going to do, Spike? What are we going to do, Spike? Like, that is exactly how they behave, and it's really funny. But then it's also funny to watch kind of, I guess, for lack of a uh, better way to, to compare it, is sibling order. So on a given day, Kitchenette will have second in rank. And General Sao will have third rank. And then they wake up the next day and General Sao has second rank. And Kitchenette has third. So now incorporating, I don't know what will happen. I don't know if you'll be able to identify that all the way down. Or if it's with, just going to take a long time I don't to figure know. it out. I, or if, or if because, because the grown-ups are only three in, in flock, mm -hmm. that it's really easy to see one, two, three. Once you get to one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, mm -hmm. I don't know if I'll be able to distinguish that exact order. Yeah, even these guys challenge each other. We're oh, looking sure. at the three adults right now, and you know, they'll help groom each other. But every once in a while, I see one of them jab at the other one, kind of just keeping them in the line. It's kind of interesting. <laughs> it's really interesting. <laughs> So what's the Twitch stream? It's Suburban Coop, Wisconsin. You tell me. You guys set it up. I'm staring at it right Nosy. now. Nosy. Nosies. <laughs> I'm staring at it right now. Not my problem. And listen, and listen by extension, Incompetech and or other members of the crew can always help with the writing. So I think that may be something we look at moving forward. That yeah. if there's... Articles that need to be written, and that's not your cup of tea. Oh, right. So Journaling, actually, absolutely yeah. not. I, yeah. Other way. Meaning, yeah. I love, I for a long time, I was posting on Facebook every day, hashtag chicken butt. Yeah. You and should that, keep doing that. And that was my best friend's suggestion. She, for whatever reason, she thinks chicken butt is hilarious. Well, they are hilarious. No, no, the word's chicken butt. Yeah, but, but, but these guys... Are constantly showing their butts off at you. Right. Just... So I just posted some personal positive about a day every day yeah. with hashtag chicken yeah. burp. Well, that was, OG, that was the OG. That was the OGs. Um, and it fell by the wayside for the end of my career because I was doubling down on directing and teaching and all that stuff. And I really should revive it. Yeah. People, many, that surprised me. That surprised me is how many people 
who I didn't expect to reach out to me and say, that was really cool. And I, I look forward to it. Yeah. It's surprising. It's surprising in social media when you try hard things, this public gets pushback, right? Cause you're trying to do something like you saw something that's cool or you try, you saw something else that looks like it would trend right or this or that. And then you do that and you don't see any response to it. It's like, Oh, okay. But then you're just real. You're just doing something that means something to you. And people just, they, they see that reality. They right. see, they see the, the, they'd see the real you. Authenticity. Basically. Yeah. So I am a photographer at base as well. And so I was, it's really hard to take a photo of these guys, by the way, a good photo. <laughs> Those of you are out there and you have like these fantastic Instagram pictures of chickens. Feed me some freaking tips because getting these guys to actually have a good picture is extremely hard. Yeah. Um, and so I'd get a good, I'd get a picture that I liked and I look at the picture and I would like the, I would like, I would let, I would let the photo dictate my post for the day. Okay. So for example, well, if I had my phone somewhere, I can tell you today's history, the historical one. So it was like a picture of all three of them in line. Mm -hmm. You know, I make some posts like, remember to line up behind the people you who inspire you. Oh, that's cool. Right. Or if it was um, one of them facing one way and one of them facing the other way. Yeah. I would post something like, remember, we don't always have to look the same way. Look at things in the same way to still be a part of a flock. Right, right. Yeah, that's cool. Well, it's like the hobby is now starting to teach life life lessons, and you're seeing the parallels. And this happens to, yeah. that is exactly, yeah. had no idea. Yeah. No idea. I had no idea, A, the absolute depth of chicken culture, <laughs> chicken ownership culture. Yeah. I've got chickens and chicken paraphernalia showed up at my house. Chicken, what do you, I never had to say that word. Kitschy, kitsch, whatever. Kotch, whatever. Oh, tchotchke? Tchotchke, yeah, yes, yeah. thank you. Let's go to Chachi from Happy Days. <laughs> um, people started giving me chicken gifts. Right. To the point where I put one in my truck because I don't know where else to put them. <laughs> yeah, I've run out of space for chicken gifts. By the way, hey, everyone out there listening, Suburban Coop, Wisconsin has plenty of chicken gifts for the moment. <laughs> well, let's see for the moment because, hey, something may come along. Right. You may get a... Well, I recently renovated my porch, which we call the veranda because it's just more fun to call it the veranda. Oh, the veranda. And we have yet to add decor. Mm -hmm. And the initial idea was it's just going to be everything everyone's given me. However... That slightly changed when my one of my very best friends from scratch, she built me the chicken coop that you are now speaking about. Okay. And I wish we were visual because the amazing craftsmanship of this chicken coop is unbelievable. Yeah. Um, and so when she did that, she took many of my chicken placards mm -hmm. and hung them all over on yeah because there's there's little catchphrases on here that are great let's see i, I gotta walk around the coop while we're talking and capture some of it um 
Let's see. The chicken. Yes, the chicken. Let read that one. The chicken tuck in service every night at dusk, and that's a real thing. They start. They actually will come in here and march into their sleeping arrangement. Like Back to the menopausal women's perfect pet. <laughs> you all take yourselves to bed at night. Yeah, friends and hens welcome. Just winging it here. Love it. Uh, sometimes you just gotta cluck it and walk away. <laughs> Absolutely love it. Oh, and they're making little noises right now. Let's see. Let's see if you can hear them. Oh, there you are. What do you got going on? What's up? Okay, two years ago today, I posted a picture of a fluffy butt, and I said, seeing the back end of something might very well mean you've finished a project. It's a great motivational life lesson. Oh. Uh, three years ago, I had a cat named Tinker, who was a ridiculous personality cat. She dealt with us when she felt like it, but she walked into my shot <laughs> of the chickens, and so she is, she photobombed it. Right. And my post three years ago was hashtag chicken butt, Tuesday timing. Pay attention to those around you who may be seeking it. <laughs> That's awesome. Now, I think those are great. And I think if people gravitate towards them and it resonates with them, you should keep doing it for sure. I should renew doing it because I've yeah. fallen off the chicken butt wagon. So we have, oh, a, God. We have a dog um, wrapping himself around... <laughs> Oh boy! Now that's the pecking order going on between the babies. Oh, the babies have something to say to so one remember, another. So yeah. remember, those who those who have been abused will abuse. Yep. Yeah, they learn. They learn down the line. So that's Shawshank. She's she's the head of the of the new. I can't even keep a straight face anymore. <laughs> because these names are great. These names are fantastic. Because. Wait, Shawshank? Yeah. Because as a chick, she escaped more than any other chick or chicken I've ever had. Yeah. I mean, you won't forget the names. No. All the names have a real, a real world, well, honest usage for the most part. I mean, they're know. just they're they're they were thematic until we started upping the number we were replacing them with. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So Shawshank's a new category. Is a new category and a welcome one because I think. That name is fantastic. If you sit out here, Tim, yeah, for another hour, yeah, you will watch them go to bed, and it's very fun to watch them go to bed. They just kind of march. It's bizarre. Yeah, it, it will not be dark. It's not like oh, the sun went down. Right. It is dark. I will go. They have an innate sense of sun, like set, like everything, and just this is this time for me to rest now, and. They will all get kind of, I don't want to say anxious, but they will get very determined to get someplace to roost. Okay. It's, it's, I love it. And, it's and funny on a night how, like tonight, I'm staying out here. And it's funny how even when you were down visiting in Ebor, they did the same thing, even with limited space when they were just free range, you know, out in the street. They would literally, you can tell a story if you want. Well, right. We know? were sitting at a hookah bar. Yeah. And it got to be about this time of night. And I said, let's just stay here. Yeah. And see what happens. And see what happens. I right. said, because I see a rooster over there. And I see a couple of hens walking around the street. Right. I said, they won't be walking around on the street in anywhere from 
15 minutes to an hour. Right. And again, I'm going to just remind everyone, remember sunset and sunrise change every single day. Right. So sure enough, we sat there and watched and pretty soon the rooster went up in the tree and started complaining, ladies, it's time. Yeah. And slowly the girls bumped up, 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 up. Yeah, and they and, used cars in the area on the side of the road. Yeah, they, the that was really funny tree. to me that they <laughs> had figured out, here's how, well, here's how we get into the tree. Yeah. Be and I said, well, because there was also a back, there must have been some back way to get up, too. Yeah, there was a side out, like, we, when we looked at it further, there was a side alley there that had some dumpsters on it that seemed to go up to a smaller, like, first floor roof. So they were able to kind of hop and do a little bit of flick. Because they, they, they're not completely flightless right absolutely not yeah like they can in fact there you go if you're gonna yeah. get chickens yeah like oh they're flightless birds i can have a small low place for them to roam around yeah absolutely they can they can they can fly slash jump i don't know yeah well it surprised you today four five feet yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah they can't quite get on top of that garage no nope. right? That's a little too high. Yeah. But if you've got places where it, they can make... Oh, if they could make step, like yeah. if they could progressive, for sure. Yeah. That's pretty wild. And just like anything else in species, the babies can do things larger or long, whatever. Yeah. Longer, whatever. And then they kind of seem to lose that ability a little bit as they age. However, General Sow is my biggest flyer to the point where I've talked I've thought about clipping her wings. Really? But the reason I won't is because I I want her to be able to defend herself or get away yeah, from a if she would need to. Yeah. Yeah. And so, knowing that you've got the potential of a Yeah. We don't we have hawks and stuff. Hawk. Yeah. 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 But that's chicken why, hawk. I'm but a chicken that, hawk. But that's why you're incorporating some other birds into the Mixed yeah. right now, right? Well, I think because we were crows. sitting here, yeah, it's the crows. I had, I had seen or read or heard or whatever that if you slowly befriend a murder of crows, they will then protect your flock. They will alert the girls. And let me tell you, that is real. Yeah. The babies, what was it, like a month ago? Yeah. The babies were not even free ranging, they were just out in the run. And I was sitting out enjoying a cup of coffee in the morning. And all of a sudden, all four of them just bolted for the coop. What the hell? I look up and behind me, and there was a hawk, but way up. Like, like not within striking distance. Yeah. But they noticed that shadow or that silhouette or whatever, and they were gone. Yeah. Well, I enjoyed... Oh, they're getting along a little better. What's going on? Oh, they're not? Because General Sow and someone, I can't see who that quite is. They were actually walking side by side versus, oh. yeah. A little acceptance, maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Well, I enjoyed talking to you today about Suburban Coop, Wisconsin. I am anticipating some wonderful things here, especially with the addition of some newer technology, additional cameras. The fact that you'll be able to interact on the Twitch stream will be wonderful. That's evolving, obviously. But also kind of seeing some of those daily updates. I like those updates right. too. I like those inspiring things. I think uh, a reinvigoration of that would be awesome. I also um, am very much looking forward to my gutters and downspouts working properly. <laughs> it's all par for the course, I guess. 
<laughs> well, it was lovely speaking to you today, Peggy. And we look forward to watching you on Suburban Coop, Wisconsin. Yeah. What an awesome experience it was to go up to Wisconsin and experience Suburban Coop in the flesh with Peggy. Oh, what an awesome what an awesome time we had and a great discussion and going back and editing this and listening to it again just reminded me how cool it is and what cool things we're doing with that. Just just fantastic. And again, we're we're shifting to YouTube just because we're looking to have some more episodic things going on rather than just live streams. We're in addition to the live stream, we're gonna have some actual programs, you know, some regular scheduled things like chicken catch a story where we do something like once a week once every other week that kind of thing um the way you can follow us on there is at suburban coop so if you type that into the search engine of youtube which i think right now is the second largest search engine on the internet which is pretty neat um but anyway if you do that on youtube you can find you can find the show but i'll also include it in the podbean notes as well i think they transfer to all the the podcasting platforms and stuff too but you, know, you can always reach out to me at tim coolig free music at gmail.com if you have any questions about suburban coop and if you ever want to get in touch with peggy she can find her online on facebook you've got a facebook page called suburban coop wisconsin that you can you can link to and check out everything we're doing uh, thank you everybody again for listening to the podcast this week 10th episode we are now in double digits very excited about this and excited to throw in a little twist to the format with a live interview well semi-live it was alive at the time <laughs> hope you enjoyed it and can't wait to talk to you guys next week thanks for checking out the tim kulik free music podcast and see you soon